10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. From WQAQ Studios, 98.1 FM in Hamden, Connecticut, welcome to Project X, a ranking show unlike any other. Join us as we create and debate top 10 lists each week on a brand new subject from all forms of media and human interest. I'm your host, Clever Streich, along with... Dylan Summer. And Gage Kilborn. Welcome to the show. We're here. I got Dylan, I got Gage, and uh, we're live on the air, so... It's I'm great really to excited. be here, Phil Clever. I'm looking forward to this. Episode number two. Um, this is going to be really fun. Um, so how are you guys feeling? Uh, this week has obviously been midterms. Really crazy, stressful week so far. Uh, lots of stuff going on all over Quinnipiac. How are you guys feeling? I'm feeling pretty well overall. I mean, it's been pretty busy on my end with school and clubs and everything and starting to pick up. But overall, I'm enjoying it and happy it's Friday. Dylan, how are you feeling? Uh, I agree with Gabe. It's been a really stressful week, and just ending the day with this is uh, really relaxing. Uh, it's always great to be back here on Project X. I'm really excited. Um, this week, we got a really nice episode, really nice episode in the back burner for you. Why don't we talk a little bit about this week's list? Gage, you want to introduce it? Yes, I gladly will. This week, we decided to do top 10 dream destinations. Yep. Places you dream vacations. Places where you like to see and see yourself in the future. And you can go as exotic as you want. As Ex- long as it's a place you've never been to before. Exactly. So this list is our top 10 dream vacations. And what that means is somewhere that we would like to go in the future and visit, um, you know, potentially down the line in our lives. And, uh, you know, why don't we share our top 10s? Sounds good. Mom and Dad, if you're listening, make sure you take notes on my top 10. Uh, yeah. So sadly... Obviously, with the coronavirus pandemic, it's really hard to travel right now, but we wanted to give a little bit of a feeling of familiarity this week. That's why we chose uh, this special theme. Top 10 dream vacations. Let's hear from Gage Kilborn. All right. My number 10 location actually has been a place my dad mentioned when he was grow- when he grew up as a kid. He visited with his cousin and his aunt. It's New Orleans, Louisiana. And wow. It's, nice. It's a place I've always thought was... I'm really proud of the French culture in it with all the with the Mardi Gras, the Bourbon Street, and of course the Mercedes Benz Superdome. Which, when my dad was in, uh, was when my dad was younger, he went there for a trip with over the week with his with his cousin and his aunt, like I told you. And they went to see an ice skating show in the Superdome mm-hmm. just so they can say they were in the Superdome. That's the reason why they did it. And I like the whole history behind it and the culture and the voodoo. That stuff really gets to me. How do you feel about Bourbon Street? I feel like it's a great place, a great party place to visit, and there's a lot you could do on that one famous street in America. That What I love about New Orleans is that it's a strong city because, like, it got hit by the hurricane back in the mid-2000s. And, and they got another one just recently. And they just Baton got another Rouge, one recently, yeah. sadly. But they've really rebounded. And they've they're they've shown their toughness. Like the people out there, they really just their intestinal fortitude out there is really high. It is a gritty city. That's the best way to describe it. 
Okay. Gage, I, I would just want to know, is, is another reason why you want to go to New Orleans because of Drew Brees? It possibly could be. I, You know how much I respect Drew Brees. Um, he's one of those guys who... Who's uh, who's well known in the NFL record books with his passing percentage and his completion attempts in the NFL. Hmm. So he's that's another good reason to see if I can catch a Saints game down there sometime. So, with that being said, Gage, we're gonna move on to Dylan Summer for his number ten dream vacation. Dylan, what do you got for us? All right, unlike Gage, this place is outside the U.S. And it's actually in Mexico City. And it's not really a place, but it's more like a piece of history. It's the Mayan ruins. Ooh. Oh, I've been and, there before. It's nice. Yeah. So I was talking to Gage earlier, actually. I went to a water park in Mexico that was seen by the Mayan ruins, but I never actually saw them. So I really want to see, like, up close what that uh, piece of uh, the pyramids are like. Uh, I just think it would be an incredible uh, vacation to go to. Yeah, that sounds really cool. So what specifically, like, what sort of culture would you look forward to other than the Mayan ruins about that place? Uh, Just seeing, like, the history, I I would assume that there would be, I don't know, like, written pieces somewhere, or it describes more about the history. Like, I've learned about it in, in school and all that, but being up close is a different feeling. That's really awesome. Yeah, I agree. When um, this past summer, 2019, uh, my family and I went on a cruise down to Cozumel, Mexico, and we went to see the Mayan ruins down there. And it's nowhere close to the one I think he's talking about with the pyramids and everything. However, it was still nice to see the history of Mexico still intact. Okay, with that being said, I'm going to move on to my number 10. You guys, um, this one, how do I introduce it? It's big, and it's very wet. It's Niagara Falls. Really? You've yeah. never been there? I've never been to Niagara Falls. Even wow. though I'm a New Yorker, I've never been to Niagara Falls. That, that surprises me, I'll admit. So, what's cool about Niagara Falls for me is that not only is it just one of the most prolific and famous waterfalls, but just it's one of those beautiful photo ops. What I really like about vacations is taking photos and then looking back on them many, many years later. Like, what I love about Niagara Falls specifically is that it's just one of those photogenic places. When you go and you visit and you always, you know, you take the same exact picture as everyone else has, but then you get to say you've been there. It's like the credit of getting there. Yeah, I understand. I don't mean to downgrade it by any means, but I went to Niagara Falls, and personally, I didn't think it was as exciting as it is drawn out in the movies because i think like you said it's perfect photo ops and it's great to see don't get me wrong however they're really um i guess i'm going to describe it i mean i completely agree with you You should go however it's not the biggest thing in the world i think to see yeah no it's only 167 feet tall i've been on roller coasters higher than that but it's still one of those places that it's a bucket list place it's up there with, like, Mount Rushmore. I've been to Mount Rushmore, but it's just one of those great uh, American-slash-Canadian, North American landmarks that you just got to go see. Yeah, I completely understand. Okay, and now, number nine. Let's go back to Gage. My number nine is out of this country. It is in London, England. Mm. And for me, the, it is um, the um, British history history. 
that I always was really interested in seeing. But the Downtown Abbey, the Big Ben, Parliament, and Stonehenge Park. The list goes on and on for all the miraculous things that London has to offer. The culture and, I mean, it just goes on and on. It's an incredible place to visit. Yeah. I, I definitely agree with Gage. London is a, a place on my bucket list as well. And like you said, like the history that's there, you got Big Ben, you got the London Eye, you have all these destinations, you have all these places to go to. And it's just an endless uh, trip of fun. Yeah, what what's really nice about London is all the landmarks. Like it's just, it's one of those places that is very historic. It's over 400 or 500 years old. I'm not sure the exact date that London was founded back in, you know. I think about uh, 1200 or something 1200s, like that. 1200s, yeah. maybe. Uh that might be a little bit of a guesstimate, but maybe you can let us know on our Instagram page. Who knows? But uh, yeah, what's great about London is that it's just one of those old historic cities that really reminds us of what the old world used to be like, because so much of that history is still intact. Exactly. That's why I love European countries. Um, when I went to Germany back in 2014, um, it was like traveling to the medieval country. Like it was how it was back in the 1400s to 1500s. And people were acting like that's the norm out there. It was wonderful, different culture to see, and there was mountains everywhere, just beautiful all around. That's fantastic. Europe's just great. It's a good continent, one of the best in the world, one of the best top seven. I'd say it's a top seven continent. I'd say it's a top seven also. I'd say it's a top ten continent. <laughs> Easily a top I'm ten ne- continent. I've never been. Yeah, no, it's one of those bucket list places that you just want to get to a country in Europe, but. We might be seeing more of Europe throughout this list. It's definitely a top 10 or top 7 or whatever you want to call it, continent. Anyways, Dylan, you want to share with us your number 9? All right. My number 9 is going to be something that most people have never heard before. But being, like, a big fan of, like, astronomy and everything. So there's this place in Alaska, Fairbanks. And every uh, once in a while, mid-September to late April, there's this thing called the Northern Lights and the Aurora. And pretty much it's this point where there's colors in the sky that are green, blue, and purple. And it's just an incredible uh, image. It's an incredible sight to see. And it's like a -a once-in-a-lifetime experience. That's great. That is. um, I actually went to Alaska once before also. And... um, we when we went we were we were not north we were not we were not north enough to see the northern lights unfortunately but we were able to see enough of the nice beautiful landscape that Alaska has to offer and what makes it a great state in our country's history mm-hmm. yeah it it's one of the most northern places that you can get in all the world and fairbanks just sounds fantastic have you ever seen photos of northern lights before i have it's beautiful to see and i bet it's amazing to see it in person yeah, no, it's just one of those experiences that you want to have. Like, the fact that there's just, like, the beautiful lights in the sky that change the color of, like, blue to all these different purples and greens. It's fantastic. Exactly. Great, great pick, Dylan. Thank Good you. Stuff. All right, my number nine is uh, stereotypical. I'm going to say that outright. Um, it's very stereotypical. Um, it's uh, Hawaii. A little bit of, uh, <laughs> a, little bit of oh. a luau, Honolulu, uh, you know. Yep. Out in the middle of the uh, Pacific Ocean, but uh, actually, I'm going to go a little bit off the beaten path here, and I'm going to actually talk a little bit about a part of Hawaii that I find the most interesting, and that's the... the... No. 
Actually, it's the remnants of Pearl Harbor. I was going to say that. So historically, thinking. another thing that really sort of defines my list is that a lot of histories here, a lot of like past places that had a bunch of really important events. And there is now, I believe, a museum where um, there was Pearl Harbor that happened. So, yeah, the USS Arizona. There's a museum up there. Yeah, it's it's one of those places that just... I, I've been to a couple of different uh, important battle sites in American history. I've been to Gettysburg. Uh, I stayed on a battleship at one point. Uh, I believe that was out in Rhode Island. And, you know, it's just... It's such an important American turning point in history. I'd like to go see it and also experience all the other things that Honolulu and other places in Hawaii usually offer you like beaches and such but exactly i, I want to learn i want to learn when i go somewhere i understand it completely i respect it you know something that's interesting about hawaii the uss arizona that ship that got that famously got sunk during the pearl harbor attack mm-hmm. they just recently changed the name really yeah i don't know what the new name is but i remember i think it was 2018 or 19 they just recently changed the name of the uss arizona that's very very interesting uh i'm gonna look that up real quick uh while that's happening uh, Dylan, do you want to share with us your number eight on your list? Uh, sure. So this one's also, I guess, a stereotypical one. I'm just going to say it straight up. The Roman Colosseum. Ooh. Oh, that's a, that sounds nice. <laughs> when in Rome. <laughs> yeah. So pretty much uh, you've seen all the gladiator movies. You've seen all the battles that happen in there. Well, it would just be another experience to be in there to see everything yeah see the structure see the tunnels i just i think it would just be a great attraction to go to it's very interesting how we used to have like gigantic competitions like these sort of just like blood sport matches out in the middle of like these gigantic coliseums that we would built out of various materials like marble and stuff it's amazing how like we used to just define sport differently as a society and as a civilization, as a humanity, I guess. Exactly. It's crazy to think how back in ancient times they used to um, have bets and um, people would watch for fun. Other people um, pretty much risking their lives with, against fighting each other. It's incredible. Yeah, from Roman gladiators to American gladiators, which is <laughs> now definitely not the same thing. Nowhere close. Now it's Thor versus Hulk and instead of... <laughs> regular gladiator and batman versus superman batman versus superman the roman coliseum who wants to pay tickets on pay-per-view for that thing that'll be fun to watch okay gage could you please share with us your number eight on your list yes my number eight actually you just recently mentioned it was keystone south dakota keystone south dakota what's there you were there mount rushmore oh (laughs) i'm dumb yeah it's mount rushmore national park and also this is also I mean, it's nice to see that. Don't get me wrong, because you get to see four of our um, arguably greatest presidents in our nation's history. But they also have the National Presidential Wax Museum. I don't I know if you ever see that when I was there. It sounds very interesting. I looked at some images online. It is very, very cool. They have imi- They have a scene from the uh, the from uh, Ground Zero of nine eleven, where it's uh, Bush wrapping the American flag around a firefighter. And there are some iconic scenes in American history, like the signing of the of the peace treaty of the at the Adipotomatic, 
Yeah, that courthouse. <laughs> <laughs> you, where, you get, yeah, yeah. Is it a Potomatic? A, a I, I think it is. I, it's, I, we'll have to look it, it up. Well, but. it's the one where the end of the Civil War. That's all yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. The, where the Ulysses of, Grant um, forced Robert E. Lee to sign it, and then Richard Nixon sending off some men into space, and a bunch of like iconic moments in our nation's history. It's phenomenal, even up to Donald Trump with his uh, campaign speeches that are well known. Appomattox. Appomattox? One of the Apotomics or Appomattox? like Brad Maddox. That's a very deep reference, but yeah. anyways. Anyways, that's that's my number eight. Uh, plus, final though, is a presidential hiking trail. Really? I you, you didn't, Did you go on this? It's, uh, no, I did it's not. On the, it's, at the, it's at Mount Rushmore. It's where you go hiking along the rock, the that's Black Rock. That's very interesting. It, I, was, I, mean, I saw that. I was like, that sounds really cool because you had a more up-close feel of the presidents. I'll tell you, the best part of Mount Rushmore going there is the walk with all the flags of, like, the nations. The whole buildup to the monuments fantastic. I think it's one of the best-looking monuments just civilizations ever made. Um, you know, the fact that we put these leaders on a rock is just very interesting. How, you know, they were able to carve this out. There's even a documentary that plays in the, uh, in the tourist center. There's like a documentary of how they made it. So really? definitely check that out if you get a chance. But since you're also in that area, I'd, I'd suggest if you could possibly get out there, um, Devil's Tower. It's only a couple hours away. It's in, I believe, Wyoming. Um, really, really cool. Um, if you've ever seen Close Encounters of the Third Kind, it features in that movie. And um, it's a massive, it almost looks like a volcano in a way. It's a massive hiking trail around uh, Devil's Tower, which is just this huge uh rock structure it's amazing that sounds great i'd love to see it i i was at utah over the past summer and now i'm hooked on national parks i got a question for gage sure shoot so if you had to pick the four presidents that you believe should be up there who would you pick of currently or of, uh, of all time like if you, knowing what you, we do now of all in time up to now um i'd say um I agree with a couple. I I agree with a few of them, but I don't think Thomas Jefferson earned his wings up there. I, I think I can understand that. I, th- I mean, he did. Don't get me wrong. He did great the Louisiana Purchase, but I think um, what FDR did um, to get us out of with his New Deal to get us out of the Great Depression did um, did more substantial work for our country than the Louisiana Purchase, in my opinion. You can disagree with me all you want. That's what I think personally. Yeah, I kind of get no, that. I agree with that. Thomas Jefferson was also a slave owner, and he wasn't the best president. So Yeah, and I yeah. think Teddy Roosevelt makes a good claim of being up there since he's the reason why national parks exist today. He has a great strength with that. And then Abraham Lincoln unionized the country after 100 years of us being together and fighting this big war. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it's interesting if we reshaped uh, Mount Rushmore. Um, you know, many different presidents you can make cases for. Yeah, right. that's great. Yeah. Now to turn the page, I'm going to reveal my number eight, and it's Chicago, Illinois, Windy City. And Ooh. I only actually was there for about an hour. I had a layover on an airplane at one point. Um, uh, but what's great about Chicago is that, you know, you got like Willis Tower, which is the Sears Tower, that massive little monument. Mm-hmm. But also the sports culture is fantastic in Chicago. I was wondering where to get to that. Yep. Dude. The Chicago Cubs Wrigley Field. 
fight me on this, but I think it's one of the best stadiums in the world. It's even the oldest stadium in the MLB, too. It's just, it's iconic. Exactly. And, you know, they got the Blackhawks, they've got the White Sox, all sorts of fantastic sports teams in Chicago. It's just a fun city, and it's one of those cities that you just got to go to in America. You forgot the Bears. And the, yeah, and the, Bears, the Bears. And the, uh, the Bulls. Bulls. Yeah. With MJ. You forgot Michael Jordan. The yeah, the six-time NBA champions. How do you can you forget about the Chicago Bulls? Yeah, how can I forget about the Chicago yes, Bulls? ESPN made a documentary over on this past during the pandemic. Yeah, uh, did any of you guys see that documentary? I saw it. It was phenomenal. I thought they did a great job overall. Did you see it? Yeah, I, I saw it too. I saw it with my family, and I learned a lot more about MJ's era and also the other players on the team like Scotty Pippen and uh, Dennis Rodman. Okay. Don't go away. We'll be right back with even more Project X after this real quick break. You are listening to WQAQ 98.1 FM, the soundtrack of Quinnipiac. The new WQAQ 98.1 FM, everything you want and more straight from the heart of Hamden. This is the soundtrack of Quinnipiac 98.1 WQAQ. Okay, so Gage Kilborn. My man, my friend, how are you doing? I am doing great. It's been a great week, very um, exhausting, but I'm looking forward to the weekend after we're done. I'm looking forward to watching some Moneyball. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> uh, with the athletics doing the way that they're doing in the MLB playoffs right now. Why don't you reveal number seven on your top ten dream vacations? My number seven, I think, was your number nine or eight. It was Honolulu, Hawaii. And, Honolulu, Hawaii, yeah. And I'm more specific with the Honolulu part because... Um, I'm okay with the American history, don't get me wrong, but every once in a while, you need to learn about the about the history of the state within itself. And Hawaii is the most interesting state out of it all because they were actually their own country at one point. And all of their country and all the uh, previous country's history can be found in that in the state capital of Honolulu. For instance, there's the Iolani Palace, which was the original uh, which is the original palace of the queen who used to rule Hawaii. And that was before they got annexed in the 1800s. Then there's the National Memorial Cemetery of the Pacific, which is a which is a cemetery to honor all those um, American um, American military members who lost their lives in battle. Which it, I, I looked at some pictures online, it looks incredible. No other way to put it, which is phenomenal to see how they uh, restored it was. It reminded me similarly to the Tomb of the Unknown Soldier in, in D.C. It's, it's just a sight to behold. That's and wonderful. then finally, it's the. I might. Um, I might get this wrong, but hold on. It's the Duke Kahanamoku statue, which really? he is the father of modern surfing. I and, didn't even know there was a statue for someone who like basically revolutionized surfing. Yeah, it's like it's what he and they view it as he op, as he welcomes you with open arms to Waikiki Beach, which is the iconic beach in Hawaii. And the story about him goes he um he 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 held the record for the hundred freestyle and swimming in the Olympics, and he has like two gold medals. He's did a great job. He's like a big water guy, mm-hmm. and he revolutionized and changed the way how. Um, surfing is done in Hawaii to be what it is today. And they, he's a reason why they have the Waikiki brothers who uh, who teach surfing now. 
that's awesome man that's really good good for you for doing your research for the show good stuff yeah it was great dylan can we hear your number seven please uh yeah so this country is sort of at the other side of the world and they have this big uh, opera house that's very well known it's sydney australia hmm. uh, p so, sherman 42 wallaby waste <laughs> So Australia has always been a country that I've been thinking about going to visit sometime, even though I'm never going to get to it, probably. Uh, But, yeah, the Sydney Opera House is a very well-known tourist attraction, and, like, it's just a unique uh, building, and I I don't know. It would be fun to see a performance there, I would think. Dude, that's really cool. Yeah, I agree with you on that. It sounds like a nice thing to try. I mean, and another plus, you'll be a whole full day ahead of everybody else. Yeah, exactly. Different time zones. (laughs) All right. My number seven is really weird, but it's a country that I desperately want to visit. It's Gothenburg, Sweden. Really? Wow. Specific place. Very specific place. Um, And it kind of ties into, you know, a little bit of spoilers, but never mind on that. Uh, What I love about Sweden. All right. All right. All right. You got me. Um, Liseberg is there. It's a park, and it's really fun. Uh, but what's great about Gothenburg is that it's just wonderful little architecture, and just Sweden as a country. Oh, it's one of my favorite countries in all of Scandinavia, really? if not the best. Not only did they give us Henrik Lundqvist, but they also gave <laughs> oh, us wow. the beauty <laughs> of like different wonderful foods and just great culture over there. I love Scandinavia. I'd love to visit there sometime. Yeah, I just got one question for you, yeah. Clever, before we continue. Sure. Who does Henrik Lundqvist play for now? I'm sad. I'm a sad person. Uh, the Washington Capitals. <laughs> like they need another goalie. That's all I got to say. Gosh, your goalie's old. Okay. Carey Price is old. Yeah. That's my, that's my take. But, he's still, but he still plays for the, still yeah, plays no, the same he's, team. He's still playing at a top level. I mean, yeah. Let's get back to topic. Guys. Yeah, let's get back okay, to topic. Let's get back to topic. <laughs> all right. Number six. Number six. Number six. Number. Dylan, could you share your number six, please? Okay, now this is another place that I never think I'm going to get to, but if I do, it would be an, uh, another cool, amazing experience. But it, it's Athens, Greece. Wow. And the reason for this, this is I'm a huge uh, Percy Jackson fan, which also makes me a huge Greek mythology uh, person as well. So just seeing a structure like that, I mean, that that can only be found in Greece and like, this building is, like, known, and it's been showcased in TV shows to, like, showcase all the Greek mythology and all that. What is your favorite Greek myth? Um, there's a If lot you know any off the top of your head. Yeah, I know a lot. Um, let's see. I'll tell you the which one I don't like. Go for it. The Perseus and Medusa. Really? Oh. You don't like the story of Medusa? No, I was terrified by her. <laughs> I can see Still that. Still look into her eyes. A little, uh, yeah, a girl with snakes on her head. Yeah, uh, let's think. You know what my favorite is? It's the Trials of Hercules. I just think, like, all the different stuff he does is just very, very interesting. Like, you know, the fact that he has these superhuman feats of strength, like, you know, defeating a three-headed Hydra, that sort of oh, yeah. crazy stuff, De- cleaning an entire, like, stalls of, like, a farm, like, just... 
random superhuman things that he does in order to prove himself is really just what a what an interesting path that he leads. I agree. You know what? Oh, you go ahead. You know what I'll say? I like the Odyssey a lot. Mm-hmm. So I guess like that sort of ties into like Odysseus and like I don't know that story really got me because once again it connected to my past the reading uh, it was, like read all the Percy Jackson books. Mythology so, is really cool. I love yeah. mythology. It makes you think. That's a part of it. And my favorite myth, myth is uh, Pandora's box mm-hmm. because oh, it still holds true today. All right. Can we go to Gage, number six? My number six was also previously mentioned. It was the Windy City of Chicago, Illinois. And part of it is Wrigley Field, the oldest baseball field in the MLB. Been around since 1912, I was thinking, or 1908, one of the two. And Soldier Field, the oldest football field in the NFL. Hmm. So they have two of the oldest stadiums out of the four major sports leagues in this city. And that in of itself is cra- is incredible. And this other item that I you have you didn't mention was the bean. The bean. The, What's bean. the bean. It's what? It's this big chrome bean. I it's like it's like called the it's there's an official name for it, but I'm not exactly sure what it is. But they nickname it the bean in Millennium Park. Hmm. It is pretty much a huge chrome shaped bean where. It just you gotta just see a picture. It's just incredible. It's like it's a big it's like the it's like the St. Louis Arch of Chicago. Mm-hmm. That's the best way to describe it. I'm and, looking it up. You haven't Dude. seen it before either, Dylan? It's I I think I've seen it. I'm just checking. Anyways, I'm yes, gonna share my number six it. while Dylan goes and looks up the bean. Okay. Sounds really cool. So, so what it's actually called is called the Cloud Gate. The Cloud yeah. Gate. The Cloud Gate is something like that. Yeah, it says AKA the Cloud Gate, and pretty much it's this, like Gabe said, it's a bean, and like it's sort of like a, there's a tunnel that you could go underneath. Yeah, this looks really cool. Nice. My number six is also from the United States, and it also happens to be from Wyoming. It is Yellowstone National Park, specifically for the Geyser Old Faithful. Oh, yeah, the original, the first ever national park. Mm hmm. Yeah, what I really like about Old Faithful is it's another one of those iconic places in America. I know I've done, like, three out of four. Well, all of my, except for Gothenburg, has been American so far. But uh, what I really like about um, Old Faithful is that it's just, it, its height is like the size of a building. This is a natural feature that goes almost 200 feet tall. It's amazing. Oh, I, I completely understand what you're talking about. It's It sounds incredible, and it happens... The geyser speed was like what every once every what is it? I think it's once every hour. I'm I'm not 100 percent sure. Oh, every sure, hour. But... I thought it was more rare than that. I thought uh, it was like every year or so. I was not know. I'll have to look it up. But anyways, let's keep moving forward. Um, we're right at the halfway point of our list, which means it's time for nothing at all. Great. Number five. Can we go to you, Gage Kilborn? <laughs> Sounds good. I actually took a pit stop in this place on my way to Germany. This is Reykjavik, Iceland. Iceland? Yep. Wow. Iceland. Many people think, oh, nothing there's a bed sheet of ice. But actually, there's more to this little country than you might think. And even well, its name. Um, the reason why they're called Iceland is they don't want anybody in their country. That's a bottom line. 
because <laughs> it's all you know, who wants to go to a place called Iceland and exactly. vice versa with Greenland. But uh, the but for me, it's the volcanoes. Mm-hmm. That's like what they're known for. And when we went there to when we went there in 2014, just to take our little layover time, there was um, news being spread about an active volcano that was supposed to erupt around the time we were flying over there. So imagine us. Not this is our first time flying out of the country in our troops' history, and we get there, and then we're in our plane, and we're waiting for the, and we're waiting for the plane to take off, and we just see these ads of volcanoes. Volcanoes. <laughs> so it was not the greatest thing to see while you hear about a volcanic volcanic eruption that might happen while you land, but told, truth be told, it's safe. And the another part is the hot springs. Hot springs. Since there's volcanoes there, there's a lot of um, pools that have natural hot water. And you can, like, lay down and, like, um, enjoy a bath in it. Dude, that's really cool. Did you experience the hot springs? Unfortunately, I did not because we had our layover time lasted, like, two to three hours before we had to take off to Munich. I don't think that's enough time for a soak. No, it was not. But I heard great things. One of my friends did it, and he said it's phenomenal and it's a -a once-in-a-lifetime experience. All right, Dylan, you're number five. My number five is a classic destination that people go to in the U.S., Las Vegas, Nevada. Ooh, Viva Las Vegas. Love okay, it. so here's why I would want to go there. First of all, like, they have everything. They got lights. They got a giant Ferris wheel. They got all these hotels that you got casinos. Obviously, we can't do that yet, but... <laughs> Uh, they they just got uh, everything there. I mean, the scenery, the environment. I know it's a little hectic, and I know it's a lot, but it just seems like a really fun experience. Dude, that's really cool. And uh, what's great about you know Las Vegas is that there's activities that aren't gambling there. Unfortunately, they you got are, stuff yes. like the Stratosphere Tower, and you got uh, stuff like Circus Circus, and you got all sorts of things there, like shows and other restaurants. It's just a really good city for entertainment. Uh, definitely can see why you put that at five. It's the biggest city yeah. in the desert, all I got to say. All right, my number five. It's been said before, I believe. Uh, it's London. So London, I love because of its landmarks. And I'll just go into them real quick. Big Ben, Buckingham Palace, where the Queen lives, and the Tower Bridge. Three iconic landmarks that I'd love to see before I die. It's one of those great things that like you have this gigantic clock tower in the middle of the city and that's really like your icon it, it kind of reminds me of quinnipiac's clock tower in a way yeah i agree it is really iconic and it's like the whatever you think of london the first thing you think of is that clock tower big ben nothing else you can think of like quinnipiac first thing you think of is their clock tower oh yeah totally um, when i think of big ben i think of the quarterback from the steelers that's for another episode. let's talk about that right now okay <laughs> So, ladies and gents, stick with us. We'll be right back on Project X right after this break. You're listening to WQAQ 98.1 FM, the soundtrack of Quinnipiac. You're listening to WQAQ, the soundtrack of Quinnipiac. Hey, 
it's Emma Spagnolo, general manager of WQAQ. Are you looking for a fun and creative way to get the word out about your business while trying to appeal to a young group of college students? Well, look no further. WQAQ is Quinnipiac University's student-run radio station. Here at WQAQ, we allow businesses of all kinds to advertise their products and services to our dedicated listeners. All we ask is that you provide our production team with copy points for your desired ad, and we'll come up with a professional and fun radio spot that will play at least 20 times per day. That's 140 times per week and 1,800 times per month. WQAQ, the soundtrack of Quinnipiac. Hey guys, we're back. Welcome back to Project X WQAQ 98.1 FM, the soundtrack of Quinnipiac. We're so happy to have you back here for our top four of the top 10 dream vacations. Once again, I'm here with Dylan Summer and Gage Kilborn. Welcome, guys, to the final stretch of our top 10 list here. It's been a really lively episode. Good stuff all around. Lots of different locations we've been talking about all over the world. Really, really fun episode. But I know we've only, this is our second episode, but we're in pretty much the same agreement and same path throughout the, throughout the first six we've listed so far. Exactly. Who will be the one to deviate? <laughs> Sounds good. Dylan Summer. Hello. How are you Hi. doing? It's time. Uh, it's quiet out here. For number four. Uh, for number four, I have a cruise ship. And it's one of the biggest cruise ships that Royal Caribbean has. It's one of their oasises. I guess that's how you say a plural of oasis. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's called the Symphony of the Seas. That's also hard to say. Symphony of the Seas. Cool. This cruise ship has, like, a water park on it, and they also have, like, a boardwalk at the same time. Oh, wow. That sounds awesome. Yeah. It's just got this... They have everything. I don't know how to, like, properly even describe it because they have so much on this one ship. Where would you want to go? I'm sorry. Please go ahead. uh, I would want to go to their... A few... uh, I think it was a couple of years ago or a year ago. They, uh, in Royal Caribbean, installed a water park in the Bahamas called Coco Cay. Hmm. And this water park is one of the tallest water slides in the world. And it, it just looks incredible. Uh, so not only do you get this uh, amazing trip on a cruise ship, but you also go to a really new water park that has a lot to do. That's true. That's really cool. I just got a quick question. Um, if you had, if the interesting part for me is, I agree, it's awesome with the boardwalk and the water slide and everything. I mean, the water park, excuse me. But with all this awesome stuff, why would you want to leave the ship to go explore? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, you got to go somewhere. I mean, you know, it's, I guess it's about the journey, not the destination. Yeah. What cruise ships are meant to do is so that you can travel. This isn't like a, your personal hotel that you're just staying there forever. Like you could always go back and do that stuff at the end of the day or the middle of the day. There's always stuff happening. That's the good thing. So you're not really missing out. It's always a unique experience on the high seas. All right. Next up, Gage Kilborn. Could you share your number four with us? Yes, I would. My number four is from a European nation, and it's Paris, France. Hmm. And well, it's a. Yeah. I know it's stereotypical with the whole with how it is. Yeah, how everybody wants to go to Paris. <laughs> yeah. But for me in particular, I want to see the Louvre. Oh, of course. He's not looking for love. 
He's not looking I'm for... I'm not looking for no. love at this point, nope. Uh, <laughs> but you are looking for fine art. I am looking for fine art, including the Mona Lisa and um, all that lies with it. And part of me that wants to go to see it now is the Da Vinci Code. Hmm. And I don't know if you ever read that book or not, but they even made a movie about it where it was starring Tom Hanks. And it's about... And it's all revolved around the Louvre and, and Leonardo da Vinci's code. His secrets that he's lying around. Dude, and that's really cool. It is really cool. It's an interesting book. And with it, that's why I think overall the Louvre is an amazing place to see. That plus the Cathedral de Notre Dame. Uh, that's another iconic one that's now well famous for the burning. I think the fire of last year, was it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and pretty much they had that fire um, like 20 years after the making of The Hunchback of Notre Dame. Yeah, and what's really great about The Hunchback of Notre Dame, just to go off on this for a second, is just, like, that's a great movie, but it also spread awareness of, like, Notre Dame to a new generation of people. That's why, like, whenever a place is really featured in other media, you learn not only about, you know, new destinations that might have even made this list, for all we know, but you also get exposed to the traditions and myths of a place. Like I thought Notre Dame was in Ireland. Like, it had something to do with Irish. Uh, uh, is that the college? Uh, Notre Dame, the college. That's in. That's a fighting Irish in uh, yeah, Illinois. Yeah, that's a fighting Irish. But South Bend. Maybe Illinois. we're wrong. I, which is totally fine because it's WQAQ. Yeah, and it's you know, Project X, live radio, beautiful. Hey, I got a thing. It's called number four. It's on my list. I'm gonna read it. Sounds good to me. Okay, so uh, picture yourself in a boat and the boat is moving very very slowly there's a nice man singing as he's pulling along on this gigantic wooden (laughs) stick that's right i'm talking about venice italy what i love about venice italy is its canals the canals are just wonderful i thought you were talking about a way bigger boat so i was trying to envision like (laughs) like a a viking warship yeah imagine a cruise ship one guy paddling one guy paddling the entire cruise ship all seven or eight hundred tons of this cruise ship i don't think john cena would want to do that either Uh, i'd love to see a movie of that anyways back to venice italy what's great about venice italy is that it's a 2.4 mile long gigantic canal that goes through the city and it's, you know, it's a place to take, at a, you know, it's a romantic destination, but it's also a family destination. The food, the culture, and the buildings there are so unique. You can tell that it's just so carefully crafted. Over hundreds of years, they built a wonderful town over in Venice. Exactly. I mean, you set up perfectly the food. I, for one, am a big Italian fan, so I would love to see Italy again. Dylan, yeah, also, what's your favorite I Italian food? Well, wait, what did you say? All right, Dylan, what's your favorite Italian food? Just continue on Gage's thought. Uh, I'll just say pasta because that, that's probably the most generic one, but there's just a lot of options with pasta, and there's a lot you can do with it. Nice. Dylan, what do you think of Venice? Uh, I think it's really cool. I mean, as you said before, the canal is a once-in-a-lifetime thing. Like I can just imagine uh, how relaxing uh, rowing down that canal would be. I'm with you there. Okay. We're on to our top three. Here it is, number three. Let's go to Gage. My number third, my number three on this list um, is well known for its potatoes, which I am not one that likes potatoes. Idaho? 
Ireland. No, Ireland. Yep. Oh. Dublin, Ireland. Dang it. <laughs> yes, I want to go to Idaho. Number three. It's my top three. No, um, Dublin, Ireland. Because for me, um, my heritage, I'm I'm part Irish. Oh. So for me to see what the Irish culture is like, like I've seen parts of it already in the United States, but it'll be different if I can go and see the country myself. Um, alongside with it, here are some of their well-known attractions. The Spire of Dublin, which is similar to the National Washington Monument in D.C., which is like the tallest monument in D.C. This is the tallest thing you could see in Dublin. Mm-hmm. It's pretty much like a big spear sticking out of the ground. And then also is the prison of Kilmaine Haim Gal, which is a... Which is it's like similar to the to what that prison down in out near California, uh, Alcatraz. Alcatraz. Similar to Alcatraz. Yeah, Alcatraz. Similar to Alcatraz, and you can and they just um they just had to renovate it so you can take tours of it and see what the inmates had to suffer with. Dude, that's really awesome. I obviously you know not the touring of that place, but you know that's really <laughs> awesome. Yeah, and it's great that you have a family connection. I'm surprised that that hasn't come up yet on our lists. That like our heritage. Where are we all from? Exactly, it's the biggest question of it all. And Dylan, trying... where are your roots? Uh, mainly America. Like my great grandparents, my grandparents, my gener like everyone's America until like I think maybe like Germany at some point because summer in German is summer for the season. Yeah, because you have, like, an O instead of the U. But, yeah. you know, de- definitely cool. Um, Gage, do you know any of your other backgrounds and, like, family heritage other than Irish? Yeah, I'm also French, which is also on my list, uh, German, and British. So real European mix for both Dylan and Gage. I'll, I'll jump on that train, too. I think that I am partly Slovakian, uh, I have a little bit of um, Austrian in me on my dad's side, and um, I have a little bit of uh, Russian and German, I believe. Uh, but yeah, no, that's uh, very interesting how a lot of our families are made up of you know European and Asian countries. Exactly. It's interesting to see how they all mingle together. Mm-hmm. The Great American Melting Pot. Am I right, guys? Yep. <laughs> yep. Okay, Dylan, share your number three with us. Uh, I feel like I don't have to at this point. I mean, it's been said twice already. Big Ben, Wembley Stadium, London Eye, London, England. Oh, yeah. Uh, Let's talk about the London Eye. That's a really cool Ferris wheel. That is. I forgot what the name of it was. Yeah, no. What's cool is that it's right next to Big Ben, I believe. Yeah, it's very close. It's probably got to give a great view. Yeah, I could just imagine what it would be like. That's really great. That'll be cool to see, I think, personally. Okay, I'll reveal my number three, and you guys are going to like be like, what? But I'm going to be like, yeah, I'll explain. It's Toronto. Toronto? Uh, I don't have any problem with that. Uh, yeah, that's just... there's a very specific reason for Toronto, and in case you're just wondering, Toronto has the Hockey Hall of Fame. Oh, yeah. And I'm yeah. a huge hockey fan. I've never been to Canada. I've never been to Toronto. Toronto would be my first choice of cities. Toronto, then like Montreal. You've never been to Canada? Uh, no, I've never been out of the country. Really? Yeah, no. I've, I never The furthest I've been is like Los Angeles. I never knew that. Yeah. Uh, what's really great about Toronto is not only do they have that, but they also have the um, CN Tower, 
which is like one of the tallest towers in the world. Oh, yeah. I think I've seen pictures of that. Yeah. Massive, massive tower. I think it's like office space or something, but it's really, really, it's like 1,800 feet tall, I believe. Really cool. Oh, my God. Are it's... you afraid of pipe? Nope. Oh, that's a good thing. <laughs> yeah, I, I honestly have a little bit of nervousness with heights, but to be able to go up there and see, you know, the top of the CN Tower, if I could, that'd be really cool. A couple of these places are really tall towers in my list. Chicago, for example, definitely. Like, you know, if I could complete a triple crown with that in the Empire State Building, the Freedom Tower that I've been up on, that's pretty cool. That is true. That'd be cool to see. All right, we're on to number two, and let's go to Gage. What do you got for number two? My number two, it's more of a tourist trap per se, but ever since I saw the ad, the first ad for this on TV, I was like, as a kid, I was like, yeah, I got to visit this place. It's Atlantis in the Bahamas, hmm. which for me, it's the whole water attractions. Like I'm a big yeah. water slide guy and they have that pyramid water slide. And I think I remember Dylan saying that he's been to this before. And it's also the entertainment. Like there's a casino there, which... Um, I'm starting to learn, pick up my poker game a little bit, so we'll see. Sure you are. <laughs> hey, we can play some poker. I might buy my poker chips in my room. You want to play blackjack after the show ends? Sounds great to me. Okay, cool. Um, Dylan, can you talk a little bit about your experience at Atlantis? Uh, I saw the aquarium. I saw the casino. Uh, I really only was there for a little bit because I took a cruise ship there, but it, it was huge, uh, and it definitely... Uh, was a, a memory that I will never forget. Sounds like one of those really wonderful little vacation spots, but feels a little bit touristy. But that's okay. Very like, expensive, though. Yeah, yeah, it probably is. Probably it, a good honeymoon treat to go to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that or, um, you know, like maybe doing a road trip across the country and seeing multiple places. Because you, you never really consider, like, you just go to one place and then you're done. Like, there's so many other things to see out there in the world. Because we're, we're all exploring on our own little timestamp, our own little clip. That's exactly. kind of cool. Yeah, that's pretty cool. All right. Number two, let's go to Dylan. Uh, I, I don't know what to say. Gage said mine. And I'm going to say why I have it at two. And I know I just said I've been there, but I never did the leap of faith there. And that's the slide where you go into a part of where these sharks are in the aquarium. I just feel like that's an experience that it, it you have to do it. I know so, it's like super scary and everything, but yes, my number two is also the Olympus. I, when I was planning out the list for this week, I was just like, there's no way that someone could have the same exact <laughs> number. Not this soon. I knew it would happen at some point over the course of the show, but this, Wow. You both had Atlantis at number two. Hey, great minds think alike. That's great all I minds think alike. That's the way you can put it. <laughs> all right. So with that being said, I'm going to go with my number two. It is sadly not Atlantis. I'll just say that outright. However, on. it is something that we have mentioned before on the show. It is Paris, France. But I'd like to talk a little bit about the Eiffel Tower because I honestly think it's such a really cool landmark. It's very, very unique in, in the way that it's designed. It's one of those iconic places, once again. It is. It's what you think when you first hear the word Paris. Yeah, no, when you think Paris, you think Eiffel Tower. So just a fantastic, fantastic place. I'd love to go visit the Louvre and, uh, you know, Notre Dame and all those all those places that we talked about a little bit earlier on the show. But, yeah, that's definitely my number two spot. I and think it's made it out of bones. Atlantis. I think the Eiffel Tower is even made out of bones. Some of it is. Really? Yeah, I heard something like that. I don't know. I'll have to look that up as well. 
Wait, isn't the Eiffel Tower and like the Statue of Liberty? Isn't it like the same, like people that built it? Yeah, the the French yeah, dude. That does sound right. Yeah, the French dude made both the French the the Eiffel Tower and the Statue of Liberty. Yeah, the Statue of Liberty was actually commissioned as a gift to America to like welcome them to like their new you know like port of entrance once they started getting way more immigrants. Like Ellis Island, that's the first thing that you see. The Statue of Liberty. It's a wonderful place. If you've never been to New York City, which I'm guessing you guys have because you're both from the Tri-State area, but yep. um, if you've never been to New York City, definitely check out um, Ellis Island, all the great stuff they got on immigration there. Really awesome museum. And, of course, the Statue of Liberty. You can't beat that. Okay, guys, it's time for the big one. It's time, ladies and gentlemen, number one. Gage, share your number one, please. Yes, so my number one is actually also been previously mentioned by Dylan. It was, I think it was his number 10 or 9. It is Athens, Greece. Really? Yeah, because yeah. for me, it is more of the cultural aspect. And I, for me right now, I'm in the Mediterranean vibe. I want to see the Mediterranean so bad. I even want to do take a Mediterranean cruise just to get a taste of the Mediterranean food and the culture. And... Athens, Greece is like the heart of it, I think. That's like the heart of Greece and mm-hmm. has a historical stuff, of course, of the Temple of Athena and the various columns and monuments to honor the Greek gods there. And also the food. The food is delicious. And I've had some Greek food in my time and it's very, very good. But to have it at in Greece is a different story. That's really cool. I, you know, Greece, home of the Olympics. Home of the Olympics and the Olive Branch. Mm-hmm. I will <laughs> extend the Olive Branch now to Dylan to share his number one. Well, my number one has also been previously set. <laughs> oh, isn't that wonderful? Uh, Waikiki Beach in Oahu, Hawaii. Ooh, wow. Yeah. I like how and, specific, like you have a specific destination in mind. That's really cool. Yeah, well, the thing with this beach is that it's beautiful, first of all. It's really clear water. It's a tropical paradise. And Hawaii's always been my number one place I want to go to. Like, it's going to happen at some point. Number one, uh, no doubt. That is definitely a number one. I mean, like, why deviate from the beauty of a tropical island or a beach? One of the most relaxing places that you could probably think of. Just an escape. I love how, you know, the beach, it, it, it has so much symbolism in all sorts of media and stuff like that. And exactly. they have, you know, like, just, uh, wow, Hawaii. Made all three of our lists, I think. I think it did. As, yeah. yeah, I think did it, it did. make your list, Gage? It did make my list, yep. Yeah, Hawaii is a very popular destination among the Project X crew. Okay, I'm up last, um, and this is going to blow your minds. I got something that's original. It was not on the list at all. Can you believe this? Wow, I'm surprised. Tokyo, Japan. Oh. And here's why. The culture of Japan is so awesome. And it's just unlike any other thing on Earth. For me, at least, it's like, as a pro wrestling fan and as an overall fan of just, you know, like, food and experiencing other places, it's one of the best places on Earth. It's so cool. And Tokyo is really the hub of everything in Japan. I could go on for hours about this. I have friends and friendships that are just based on, like, our love of Japanese culture in general. It's just awesome. Um, Yeah, no, there's this one place called the uh, 
Tensoji Temple, and they have this uh, lantern. It's iconic. They, have you ever seen this? It's one of the um, many temples that they have there uh, in Japan. And it's it's right near Tokyo, and it's one of those places that, uh, you know, definitely tourist destination, but I would love to go there abroad. I'd love to go to Japan at all. That'd be awesome. See the Tokyo Quite Dome, great. that sort of stuff. That Yeah, I mean, I think I've seen pictures of it in, in movies. They actually, I think, recreate it into their own way, similar to how Disney did the Neuschwanstein Castle to be uh, sleeping, I think, in Cinderella's Castle at Magic Kingdom. But uh, that's my take. I think I like the whole, I like that whole part of the whole temple and that historical part into it. That's great. Clever, you could also go to the Tokyo Tower to add to your tower list. Hey, another <laughs> tower, another high place to go and visit. Yep. Okay. Guys, we did it. We made it to the end of another list, another episode of Project X. This was wonderful. What a great conversation we had on some of our dream vacations, our top 10 places that we want to go before, like bucket list vacations. This was absolutely wonderful. Thank you so much, guys, for being on the show again. We'll be right back here next week. And on that note, it's time for us to sadly sign off. Thank you so much for listening to Project X on WQAQ 98.1 FM, the soundtrack of Quinnipiac. Thank you to our listeners live on WQAQ.com, Spotify, and Anchor FM. Be sure to follow Project X on Instagram at Project X underscore WQAQ. That's Project X underscore WQAQ, all lowercase, no spaces. For Dylan Summer, Gage Kilborn, my name's Clever Streich. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next time here on Project X.